2: Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.
0: We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com.
1: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Before we get to the latest
3: videos from the January 6th situation that Tucker Carlson showed last night, which is kind of a hot topic, Mm -hmm. uh, just just came across this. Speaker Kevin McCarthy is going to meet with the president of Taiwan In California, rather than in Taipei, as was originally planned. Remember Nancy Pelosi and that whole thing when she visited Taiwan? What a big deal that was. And China got all Mm -hmm. mad and blah, blah, blah. While McCarthy had previously said he would visit the island if he became speaker the same way that Nancy Pelosi did, the venue changed apparently at the request of the president of Taiwan, who expressed concern about a potentially aggressive Chinese response. I think that's interesting. So you're the leader of the country that's worried about getting attacked and you back down to China's belligerence. Isn't it a much better move to have the Speaker of the House of the United States of America show up in your country to show how solidly we're behind them?
2: I've always thought that. I've got to admit I'm intrigued by this. I think the answer is probably that he's better at managing China than I am. And uh, he just senses that now's maybe a time to, to go a little easy.
3: Or he's freaking Neville Chamberlain. It doesn't mean he's right. You'd think Neville Chamberlain would have known better what was good for Great Britain than 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 anybody else. But he didn't. Mm.
2: Send my private note to Jack. A buddy of mine just texted, I saw a troglodytic cesspool open for Blue Oyster Cult at the Fillmore in 75. <laughs> <'75." laughs>
3: That's from last hour. If That'd be you a good show. you didn't catch last hour, you can listen to the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. So did you see Tucker Carlson last night? I did not. Nope. I, I read
2: about it in the New York Post and watched one clip that they had.
3: So it got a fair amount of attention a week or so ago when Kevin McCarthy, mentioning him again, handed over thousands of hours from January 6th to Tucker Carlson. And uh, a lot of people were horrified by that. A lot of people were excited about that, depending on your political stripe. And um, I eagerly tuned in to Tucker Carlson that last night and that night. And didn't he didn't mention a word about it and hasn't for weeks that I'm aware of. And I thought, oh, maybe maybe there's nothing interesting there. He's going to hang on to anyone. Well, last night he uh, he he leads a show with lots of video, lots of new video that none of us have uh, of us have seen before and then a narrative he was crafting around it, some of which I agree with, some of which I don't. And we have more clips from that, is that correct?
2: Yeah, we do. You just want to uh, plow through them and comment as we see fit. Sounds good. Uh, We played 80 before, but go ahead, Michael.
4: So there were many mysteries we could not solve. Among them, unfortunately, is the shooting of Ashley Babbitt. From the evidence we have, the publicly available evidence, it seems clear that Babbitt was murdered by a Capitol Hill police officer called Michael Byrd. Ashley Babbitt was unarmed. She was shorter in stature than average. She posed no conceivable threat to anyone. But beyond that, we can only speculate about what happened. There were no security cameras near the Speaker's lobby where Ashley Babbitt was killed. I find that utterly uncompelling, and I'm not saying
2: I know the opposite to be true. Ms. Babbitt was part of a group of people smashing through the glass windows of the door into, was it the Senate chamber, or... And there were a number of cell phone videos of what transpired.
3: Uh, speak, Senate chamber or House, well, whichever one it yeah. was, and they were saying, "Stop or we'll shoot." And yeah. people continued, and they shot.
2: And again, I'm not making the case that clearly she should have been shot, and I'm happy it happened. I'm just saying the case that he just prevented is in
4: doubt.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: next one, Michael, just to get a tone virtually of
4: it. no one in Washington, Republican or Democrat, certainly not in the news media wanted to see this tape released tonight that's why it's remained hidden for more than two years in recent weeks the usual hyenas in congress and on cable news have been howling about we are putting lives at risk by showing this tape to the public given that these are the very same people who support open borders and defunding the police it is hard to take their complaints seriously
3: do some of these clips describe what some of the videos are or should i take that upon myself there hansen are we about to hear what is in some of the videos Okay. We're going to hear some description of the videos from Tucker Carlson. I think that
2: was a perfectly fair point right there.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They could have shown these videos of people peacefully walking the halls, but it would have hurt their argument that it was only crazy insurrectionist lunatics bent on overthrowing the government. And you howl
2: constantly about safety, 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 and yet you put everyone in danger with your border and crime policies. Yeah. Fair point.
4: But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. And once you see the video, you'll understand why. Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. By controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened, and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington.
3: Well, I know a lot of you, I don't know about a lot, but some of you don't agree with this. I don't think it at all. I watched those videos. I watched Tucker's whole hour last night. I don't think it at all dispelled the myth that it was an an attempted insurrection that day. There was that and this stuff.
2: Yeah, I think there were at least three layers of stuff going on hardcore, violent insurrectionists. And, and, and in the next clip, I think Tucker kind of addresses this. But, um, and then uh, people who went way over the top and did things they probably regret for the rest of their lives. And then people who were just walking around the Capitol and thought, yeah, I'll go in. Why not? It's, it's I've never been in there before or what have you. Let's hear all me. of the above.
5: Yeah.
4: The first thing you notice from viewing the full video record of January 6th is just how many people entered the Capitol building that day. Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands, over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the Speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. They're there because they believe the election was stolen from them. They believe in the system.
3: So I, uh, I thought it was interesting that that was going on while this was going on outside. The, you know, the, 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 the craziness, the beatings and all that sort of stuff, the mm-hmm. hang Mike Pence, that there were people walking the halls very calmly looking around like, wow, look at that. Look at that. Just like you see on TV, taking pictures, selfies, smiling, like he said, orderly line, all that sort of stuff. It is interesting that that was going on at the same time with that crowd, including a friend of mine who was there. But it doesn't mean that the other part didn't happen. You know, what's funny is I think this
2: is an exact uh, a negative uh, for those of you who are old enough to remember film and what it looked like and that sort of thing. It's uh, it's it's or uh, what would it be? I don't know. The the anti mostly peaceful protest narrative where there were admittedly perhaps angry but peaceful protesters chanting and yelling and marching and doing what they do and then a cadre of violent uh, you know anarchists marxists etc who were bent on violence and destruction and then the inevitable wave of looters and opportunists who followed who are just looking for an opportunity to be lawless or steal stuff cuz it got them stuff and so the media took great pains to describe that set of different people doing different things as mostly peaceful and the very small group of bad people. We admit they were there, but that was not most people. And yet they've described the events of January 6th exactly as the opposite, which you know I think is instructive. I would never claim that it was an innocent, uh, peaceful uh, protest in which the FBI infiltrated and caused all the violence or and it wasn't Antifa. Um, but it was kind of the mirror image of, of uh, the most, the quote unquote, mostly peaceful protests.
3: So this is the uh, this is the section that's going to get the most attention or is already getting the most attention because, well, he's the guy that got the most attention. If you want to get attention, this should be a lesson for everyone. If you want to get attention, show up to your mm-hmm. next work party wearing the bullhorns and the fursuit because right. uh,
2: shirtless, needless to say <laughs> <laughs>
3: shirtless, with the fursuit on. Anyway, yeah. the guy with the horns that ended up way inside the Capitol, how that whole thing went down. This is this is uh, this is new
5: information. The so-called QAnon shaman.
3: QAnon shaman. Someone named Q Shaman.
4: Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the capitol building, but according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that capitol police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving the inspiration needed to
0: these police officers. To allow this
4: building. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th, the indisputable facts recorded on video, some of which has never before been seen, with the depiction of Jacob Chansley that you've seen in the media for more than two years. He's a terrorist, they said. He should be killed.
3: So I watched uh, Morning Joe this morning on MSNBC uh, to see what their response was going to be to this, and their response was to ignore it. They didn't. Uh, they didn't mention it at all, which is often the case. Now, I did see up on the CBS Early Show they had a segment on this, um, the, and the 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 headline. I, I didn't hear it. I only read it. Was something like Fox continues to lie to viewers, or something like that. Uh, Tucker Carlson footage. I would. I, I think the Democrats or Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. I think they should push back against this Tucker narrative today with whatever their version of the story is. Why, why was the guy in the horns and the fur hat able to walk the halls like that with cops at his side? And why were they helping him unlock doors and stuff? What, yeah, what's I going on like there? Because it's weird like to hear that. Yeah. It's weird to watch. I'm like, I can Why? Why is that happening? And if it was a, well, he seemed crazy and we didn't. We, we, but yeah, but yeah, that's an awful long time. He's unarmed. Uh, You you couldn't like say, well, I think we got to go now, sir. I think we need to, you know, I just was surprised that they just walked by his side. Like Tucker said there, because I watched the video virtually the entire time he was there in cops walking next to him all the way to the center of one of the chambers. Maybe they were uh, followers of his weird buffalo religion. And, I don't and, know. <laughs> by the way, even though I'm asking these questions and using this tone of voice, I'm not claiming at all that this is phony or wasn't an insurrection. I still think that mob, if they'd have got a hold of Nancy Pelosi, would have killed her. Or maybe Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. So I still think it's a big deal. I just, It's just weird to me. Why did they walk with him all through the Capitol?
2: Were they trying to de-escalate? I don't know. I think uh, they should answer
0: it.
3: Oh, yeah. Clearly. You know,
2: uh, Tucker is a litigator. He he argues a particular point of view. He is trying to, you know, serve his viewers in the way he sees fit. And he's very, very good at it. I would have loved to have seen a panel of, you know, Brett Bear and Howie Kurtz from Fox News together with, I don't know, even Jake Tapper is annoying me the hell out of me lately. But you know, just somebody who is a little more mainstreaming, but known to be reasonably fair, and have a panel and come together, go through all of this footage, and then put out one of those uh, joint reports, like it's a Supreme Court ruling, and 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 say, here's what we all agree on, and then maybe Howie Kurtz said, you know, I, I disagree with my colleagues on these two points, Then maybe they disagree with it, and it would be a, an even-handed thorough look, because all we've gotten at this point, and this is very unsatisfying, I think, to anybody who actually cares about this country, cares about law and order, cares about election fidelity and all of this stuff, and doesn't want to see some of these poor dopes railroaded, by the way, who wandered in the Capitol, and now they're being treated like they stabbed somebody in the throat. Um, if you care about all those things, I want to understand what happened, not have the January 6th committee litigated in one direction, and then somebody else litigated in another direction in a one-sided way. It doesn't help.
3: You have any guess why they handled it the way they did? Text line 415-295-KFTC.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: I need to do a disclaimer on every show, maybe every, maybe every segment, where I say speculation does not equal endorsement. Um, because I speculate a lot about a lot of things that I don't know much about, wondering, and uh, I'm not endorsing a point of view. It's the whole point is I don't know. But anyway, we got some more information on the whole. So uh, Speaker McCarthy deciding not to meet the president of Taiwan in Taiwan. But rather meet the president here in California, Ying Ma, who's a uh, brilliant and a friend of the Armstrong and Getty show. Got us some information on that. First of all, she said the president of Taiwan is a she, not a he. Okay, so I'm really wrong there. And China, please stop using gender language. And China hates her. She belongs to the party that advocates independence from China. She's definitely not a Neville Chamberlain. So, but that is interesting. So concerned. About China being angry that decided to meet Speaker McCarthy in California rather than in her home country. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that calculation is, but. Well, yeah, I
2: I think you may be under-egging the pudding. Uh, I think it could just be strategy. She wants to pick her battles and or sometimes the best thing you can possibly do is uh, lull your opponent into complacency. Who
3: knows? People constantly underestimate me, and they're correct.
2: (laughs) Your pudding is never properly egged.
3: (laughs) Uh, We got this text. So if you were watching the news at all yesterday, you saw the kidnapping of four Americans. Looked horrible. Turned out to be horrible. Two two of them are dead. One of them injured. They got the other one. uh, They got the two alive ones back. We don't know exactly what was going on there yet. Talking about how dangerous Mexico is or isn't. We got this text. Good morning, guys. Just got back from Mazelan. There are 32 states in Mexico, and the U.S. government doing the warning is bullcrap. Unless you're looking for drugs or looking for something, the cartel isn't going to mess with you. And Mazalon, which is one of the states or cities which uh, is in a state that the U.S. government says do not travel to because it's so dangerous, their murder rate is 21 people per 100,000. New Orleans has 72, for instance. Mexico, in many places, is safer than many places in the United States. Interesting perspective. That is their take. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
5: at Global.edu.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. I
3: think I'm getting my son a phone for his birthday. I mean fully decided that yet but i think that's what's going on. all his friends have phones hmm. i didn't want to but all his friends have phones including like the most responsible of families that i know i just don't know if i can justify him being the lone member of his friends that doesn't communicate with all of them
2: we'll take your calls criticizing jack's parenting coming up <laughs> Speaking of parenting that may or may not be criticizable, evidently, Joe Rogan occasionally talks about his estranged father in less than complimentary terms. I know nothing about that, but his uh, estranged papa has blasted back.
0: You lied about me. Your father. tired of it, Joe. I just had enough. If you can't talk to me face to face, you're a punk ass. That's all you are. You got all the money, everything, but you know what you don't have? You don't have no heart, you ain't got two 81 years old, you couldn't handle this guy right here. You owe me a big apology. Joe,
2: you
4: were taken away at a very young age. Unfortunately, you did not get to grow up with the man that we were fortunate enough to grow up with, that my kids are fortunate enough to grow
5: up with. Because you will never know what you have missed out on in life. I have a box, Pandora's box. And if I open it, Joe, Things
3: would get really ugly, but see, we don't roll that way. Ooh, a threat.
2: See, I think Mr. Rogan the Younger has made a good decision in disassociating himself from these people.
3: Sounds like his family is uh, of the crackpot variety.
2: Yes, looking around the room, everybody appears to be in agreement. Yes. Uh, So, uh, speaking of crackpots, the Lunkhead governor of California just tweeted, did you have the specific wording in front of you about the Walgreens thing? Because it's kind of amusing. No
3: longer doing business with Walgreens. I think it was Right, and thing.
2: everybody's looking around like, uh, what, what, what are you talking about? I, I mean, the, it. it has to do with abortion pills and stuff like that. Yeah, but. so
3: Gavin Newsom tweeted from his personal account on Monday, California won't be doing business with Walgreens or any company that cowers to extremists and puts women's lives at risk. We're done. And uh, a number of news organizations have contacted the governor's office. What do you mean by won't do business with Walgreens? No response. No, no. And as
2: you quite uh, accurately analyzed, it's just, it's, it's performative, right? Sure. Just making noises to set up for his presidential run. Look at me, bravely defending women's rights to, to abortions of various sorts.
3: What is all of politics now? Hey, he or she hates the same things I hate.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I love this piece from Thomas Buckley. He's writing for the California Globe. I've been sitting about it, for, uh, sitting on it for a little while, but I think it's the perfect time to share it. Uh, Could California ban bans, he asks, fur, menthols, gas-powered cars, canine dogs, natural gas hookups, oil drilling, travel to red states, firearm sales, declawed cats, gas stations, background checks, foie gras, doctor's advice, thinking balloons. These are just some of the things that California elected and appointed officials have banned in the last year or so. Then he gets into the varied reasons. Police dogs are racist. Fur is cruel. Gas cars and drilling will kill everyone on the planet. Landlord background checks are um racist and poorest. Guns are bad. Giving money allowed- to Texas is bad.
3: I had forgotten that one. So land- So I'm a landlord. I buy a house. I want to rent it out. I'm no longer allowed to check the background of potential tenants. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And then you wonder why there's a housing shortage in California. Why there not aren't really. more places for rent.
2: And keeping in mind, if they like set fire to the place and never pay their rent, it'll take you a year and a bunch of, and, and thousands of dollars to lawyers to ever get them
3: out. Or if a pandemic comes along, they might not have to pay their rent for years.
2: Right. Right. Uh, And he points out uh, giving money to Texas is uh, illegal, ignoring the fact that thousands of Californians are literally giving all their money to Texas by moving there. It's bad because Texas is a troglodytic cesspool and doctors can only say what the CDC says they can say, no matter whether or not the CDC is wrong or stupid or evil. On the flip side, admittedly, a number of things have been unbanned recently loitering for the purposes of prostitution, Mm. jaywalking because having to cross the street at the light is racist. Literally, shoplifting, dealing drugs, standing on the sidewalk naked while screaming at invisible people and throwing feces at visible people. All of these are now essentially (laughs) a okay with lawmakers. (laughs) Putting aside momentarily the ideological and political reasons for the bans and unbans, a question must be asked of the various electeds at different levels of government. Don't you have anything better to do? California has a raft of actual real problems. Electricity, water, transportation, education, employment, housing, crime, debt. Each of these issues, which just happen to be the basics of any civilized society since, well, civilization started. They require intelligent, in-depth, sober consideration if the state is to survive into the future with even a hint of the California dream of the past.
3: But as as we've talked about, the not uh being able to talk to somebody loitering with what it looks like the intent to commit prostitution has been a horror yes for neighborhoods around california and women who are locked into the sex slave thing
2: yeah yeah the number of women who can now be trafficked successfully and beaten and raped and uh, and ripped off economically and whatever and used as sex slaves that that industry is now booned under the wise tutelage of one Scott Weiner of the California state legislature. Uh, anyway, so uh, he says, why are the powers that be spending so much time and energy on what can only be described as lesser, if not pointlessly destructive issues? A few answers come to the fore. First, way, way too much time to fill. I thought this was good. One of the most compelling reasons for a part-time state legislature is that it would compress the time available to be stupid. If a tighter focus is forced by limits and guardrails, it could lessen the sheer number of just plain batty ideas being brought to the floor for a vote. You know, idle hands and all that. Second, it's very easy. Writing bills and laws about declawed cats and racist dogs is simple. They do not require any work to justify beyond the initial idea and then maybe a quick Google search to find an example of something or other that supports your idea. Done and dusted and the legislator gets that inner glow of having accomplished something even though they have not. And third, except for the actual hard work that needs to be done that is not being done because it is hard, there is not really much left that needs to be done. This is one of my favorite parts. The state has a civil code, a criminal code, an election system, cops, teachers, firefighters, etc. None of that needs to be invented, even though almost all of it needs to be improved. In a sense, the foundational work is done, and until Silicon Valley starts implanting everyone with brain chips, much of the rest involves the unglamorous, difficult work of, for lack of a better term, renovating. The silly, the virtue the narrow-casted is what is left and can even be used as an excuse to avoid the real work. In other words, much of what the legislature has been turning out over the past few years has been the equivalent of looking at the massive pile of work on your desk, sighing and playing just one more game of computer solitaire.
3: Yeah, that well, that's a problem nationwide now. This whole performative—they uh, hate the same things I hate—legislation thingy is yeah, is, uh, not getting us anywhere.
2: Yeah, combined with the people who actually buy, like the uh, the the woke nonsense, the systemic racism in all its nutty forms um you know like the law to outlaw uh giving people tickets for jaywalking you know i uh, there's part of me that thinks if people want to take the chance of crossing sure. in the middle yeah. of traffic let them i don't the only mind the problem that. is I if like- i hit them then i'm screwed
3: oh yeah i don't really mind the jaywalking one the reasoning behind it is stupid though that it's yeah. somehow racist uh what what's the racist dogs one what was the argument on that i remember that can come the,
2: up at the, time. the police dogs are disproportionately biting people of color. And that it's a vestige of the awful sheriffs in the South during the Civil War era or hunting slaves down with dogs or something or other.
3: But the dog, the, the, the,
2: are the dogs aware of this? The dogs are, oh yeah, the dogs are practically neo-Nazis. I've mm. seen them at their meetings in their hoods over their ears.
3: The dogs engaging in tropes. Dog tropes. Exactly.
2: And, and dog whistles.
3: Plenty of that. So, that's nice. So, we saw a little bit ago, uh, Joe said, looking at Twitter, why is Ken Burns trending? Yes. And I said, I don't know, did he reveal his true hair color? And that was just a, you know, just not the kind of thing. It's beneath me. I shouldn't say things. Mean-spirited.
2: Mean-spirited and unjustifiable. We've
3: had him in the studio, I think, a couple of times, and he was very nice to us. So, why would I... Make an attack on his appearance about the fact that he dyes his hair.
2: I believe I may have made a Keebler Elf
3: reference that too was unfortunate and regrettable. Any why is he trending? Because he was on CNN today, um, saying that the found he's got a new documentary coming out on the Founding Fathers, which is almost certainly going to be great. I I love many of his documentaries. Absolutely freaking love them. Some of my favorite things ever. There, the Civil War documentary. I couldn't love that thing more. Um, I should watch the whole thing with my kids. He is a liberal, absolutely. But I don't. I don't feel like. I don't feel like any. Any way, the documentaries that I've seen. I haven't seen them all. That that was a thing. Uh, I don't feel like there was a political take on the Civil War that bothered me in any way, or jazz or baseball. Um, yeah, I remember there was one thing he did, but this is the way my my
2: brain is built. I remember being really annoyed with how partisan he was, but I can't remember what it was. Do you remember which documentary? No, it may have just been, um, I don't think it was one of his giant multi-part documentaries. It was something okay. else, but I don't remember. Well,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. well, here you go, if you want that. He's currently working on a documentary about the American Revolution, and he said the Founding Fathers would be rolling in their graves over Governor Ron DeSantis. <laughs> Oh, boy. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, got a lot of attention today. All these bills that DeSantis and others are doing limit our ability to understand who we are and are not inclusive. And they are exclusive. He's talking about the education bills. Shut up. Um, Here's the headline that's getting all the attention. Well, the founding fathers
2: would be shocked by Ron DeSantis and being governor of Florida because the Spaniards held Florida at the time. So, they'd be confused.
3: Uh, Ken Burns compared Desantis' bills to the Soviet system on CNN and uh, the way the Nazis would build a Potemkin village. There you go. So when I'm Didn't looking the at the Russians, build Potemkin villages? I don't. I don't remember. Um, but anyway, so that's the sort of thing that Desantis is going to be up against if he ends up being the nominee. I, there was a New York Times back and forth among some other writers of is Desantis worse than Trump? He's actually worse than Trump or better off with Trump than DeSantis. I
2: rarely say things like this, but part of the reason I would love to see him elected is how miserable that sort of person would be (laughs) and how utterly convinced the apocalypse upon us they would be. Because they get so into wringing their hands and screeching about how awful this is all going to be.
3: Oh, I can't deal with another another round of I'm moving to Canada or this is the Handmaid's Tale or...
2: Katy Perry is inconsolable. <laughs> Cher is said to be weeping. <laughs> Miley Cyrus was due to strip to her underpants and kiss, you know, Cardi B on stage but said she doesn't have the heart.
0: She's canceled. Yeah. <sighs> If you want to drive them crazy, just say eight more years or 12 more years. 16 would do it good. You'd really drive them into the loony bin.
3: It's not good to be worn out by the 2024 presidential election early in 2023. It's going to make for a long two years. Uh, We'll finish strong next.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
5: at purdueglobal.edu.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Miley Cyrus has had the number one song in the Billboard Hot 100 for six straight weeks. I absolutely did not know that. I did not know that either. If you if you do know that, you are either uh, super into pop music or have uh, kids who listen to that kind of music. And I was completely unaware of that. Um, so last week I'm at the airport. I get there, zero line for security. Gotta love that one. There's not a single human being there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a person in front of me, though. So they were ahead of me. So then they, uh, they got, they walked straight up to the, the guy. I had to stand back at the little thing waiting for the wave over. She, uh, she stands there for a while. It's taking inordinately long. Usually, you know, it's very, very quick. And then he, uh, he was clearly flustered about something and he has her step to the side and waves me over. Like, you know, mm-hmm. get your act together. And he brings me up there. And I walk up there and I say, ticket, ID, both. He said, he leans back to his chair. <sighs> I only need your ID. Your ticket doesn't do anything. It's a piece of paper with your name on it. What good would your ticket do? (sighs) Wow. I said, well, is there a way I would know this? Because I said, I feel like sometimes I need to show my ticket and sometimes I don't. We never need to see your ticket. I said, well, I think sometimes I do. I mean, they got the little thing there that you put your phone on, you know, because I know your boarding pass. I know I haven't dreamed (laughs) doing this in the past. Yeah, the thing is still there at your desk, <laughs> sir. Anyway, I just said okay and walked on. I didn't get upset about it, but I got angry after I left. You know how that happens sometimes? Sure, after yeah. I left, I was angry, and I was coming up with some, yeah, well, the jerk store called, and they're out of you. Mm. Um, but just about what I thought, and I tweeted this out, I just thought, just for your own health, not to mention the public, if you hate your job that much or hate the public that much, you need a different job. Yeah, Because I see that happen sometimes, and I've been guilty of this many times in my life. If you're a listener of the show, you probably are aware of this. But the the, the, the the kind or just relaxed answer is no more effort. If he had just said just the ID, would have been no more work for him. Wouldn't have changed his day anyway. Wouldn't mm-hmm. have changed what future people are going to do. Would have had no effect whatsoever. And I need to remember that myself. The angry response is purely me. It's like it's it's uh, something with me. It's not going to make anything any better. He could have just said, nope, just, just the ID. As opposed yeah. to lean back. And just, all I need. Is, <laughs> all right. All right, dude. Relax. Wow. Wow. That is
2: somebody... <sighs> That is somebody who has a complete inability to see an interaction from the other person's perspective. All he knows is that that policy changed maybe a week ago, maybe a month ago, maybe maybe six months ago. (laughs) And those of us who just fly occasionally have no idea. Nobody ever tells us. All he knows is that person after person keeps asking the same question. What is wrong with you people? I've already asked that question. I've answered that question, rather, because he's got the complete inability to imagine, oh, that's this person's first time. (laughs) Right. That is a dunderhead. Mm. Almost finished.
4: Let's get ready. Final
3: thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody
2: on the crew. To wrap things up for the day, there is Michelangelo pressing the buttons. Michael?
3: Yeah, two things. Happy birthday
4: to my dad. He turned 74 today, so he sometimes listens to the show, so I hope he hears that. And also, Jack, if you're looking for a birthday present for your son, I'm on eBay here. They have Girl Scout Raspberry Rally cookies, $499 for 12 boxes and $35 for one box.
3: Wow, because they're sold out all across the country. Yeah. Hmm. I think we'll stick with the practically free Thin Mints. Jack, a final thought for us. It is my son's 13th birthday, which, uh, happy birthday to him, and we're going to do some stuff today, but more importantly to me, it means I have been a parent now for 13 years, which is shocking to me, and it is the most life-changing thing that can happen to any individual human, or at least it probably should be. I'm not sure it is for everyone, Hmm. but uh, it certainly was for me.
2: My final thoughts, happy birthday to uh, Jack's son and Michael's dad. To the gent who uh, texted in, I assume it was a gent for some reason, that Mexico is much safer than is being claimed. I think it's probably safe until it isn't. And I wonder how accurate their uh, murder statistics are. But... in your experience it's doable I'm a libertarian go
3: have fun yeah I gotta believe it still (laughs) thinking if you land if you fly into Cabo Cabo, like I drove to Cabo one time I rode my motorcycle to Cabo it's a thousand miles Um, that's different but if you fly into one of those places stay there I gotta believe it's still mostly safe although that's what those people thought going into just crossing the border thought last week and two of them are dead Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So
2: many people have thanks so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have a lot of good clicks for you there under hot links. You can pick up some A&G swag, drop us a note, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. And if you missed a chunk of the show,
3: the link to the podcasts is there too. Armstrong and Getty on demand. And we'll see you tomorrow with all the latest news and whatever. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. Don't you have anything better to do? Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. It's 100 on the crazy meter. It is what it is. You all
2: think I'm kidding. Go away. Adios, mofo. I said bye. And that's it.
3: So let's go out with a bang. I'd love to have hams for hands. <laughs> but then you'd be an amputee because you'd eat your hands. I would. I'm so hungry.
4: And on that possibly
0: nightmare-inducing
1: note. Hi.
4: Good night, everybody.
2: Thank <laughs> you all very much. Armstrong
0: and Getty. I will call upon you to do a service
3: for me. Play the godfather. Now at chumpacasino.com.
5: Welcome to the family.
0: VTW Group. No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
5: Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement Income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.